Hello, welcome to the Canvas Casters podcast. I am your guest host for this episode, Nicole Hires, and I am so glad you're here where we discuss all things education, K-12, higher ed, students, teachers, admins, and patrons. We talk instructor learning platform and dive into the humanness of education, adding in some fun guests and surprise co-hosts. We have an exciting episode ahead of us as we talk about the principal's corner and how your schools can use this to breed connection and communication. We are also so excited to hear from one of our clients and her experience using a Principal's Corner in Canvas. If you haven't already heard from me, I am a Principal Instructional Designer here at Instructure, and I am so excited to have an entire panel of people here today to share some incredible insights on the Principal's Corner. I'd love to introduce you first to Chasina. Justina, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Thank you so much. My name is Justina Warman, and I am a dedicated consultant currently working with the K-12 Wyoming schools um, to effectively implement Canvas. Uh, However, my uh, career in education has mostly been in Alaska, and um, I love helping Canvas administrators become leaders in their school districts and really lead with the learning and using Canvas to show how it can be effective for transparency, communication, and efficiency. And I'm really excited about all our panelists today. Thank you so much for having us. Well, we are excited to have you. Thank you for joining us. And we have another great friend, Brittany Firestone. We'd love to hear some about you, Brittany. Hi, I'm Brittany Firestone. I'm a principal learning consultant dedicated to Richmond County Schools in beautiful Augusta, Georgia. I'm about to celebrate my sixth anniversary here at Instructure. Previously, I spent the majority of my career in education teaching elementary gifted students and working as an instructional coach. Outside of work, I'm a proud mommy to to my two littles, Sailor and Beckham. Awesome. Brittany and I actually, we we both live in the same city, about an hour apart, believe it or not. Um, So we are uh, neighbors in some sense, and uh, it's been fun getting to know Brittany over the years. So. And for those of you who don't know, Pandiversary is how we celebrate our work anniversaries here at Instructure. So Brittany has been here almost going on six years is what that means. (laughs) And uh, Mark Sluski is also here with us. Mark, what should the listeners know about you? Hi, thanks for having me. Um, I am one of your neighbors as well. I'm uh, due east of you um, in Melbourne, uh, in Florida on the coast. And I am also about to celebrate my sixth anniversary. Uh, Brittany and I were uh, some of the initial consultants way back in the day with Orange County. Uh, currently, I am a principal learning consultant, and I am supporting the state of New Mexico with all things Canvas, and uh, excited to be part of this session. We're excited to have you as well. And I did not know you were so close. That's so exciting. We'll have to take a beach trip one day. (laughs) Um, We also are really excited to welcome Dr. Jackie Ashmore to our podcast today. And we want to hear some more about you, Jackie. Hi, thanks for having me on your show. Um, For the past two years, I've served students and their families as a site administrator, aka principal at Shaponic Schools in 
the remote village of Sephornic, Alaska. Uh, I've also had the privilege to work with students in Memphis City Schools in Tennessee, Gwinnett County Public Schools in Georgia, and military-connected students in Germany, South Korea, and Japan. I've worked as an educator for the last 25 years, and that includes 11 years in the school administration and 14 years in the classroom. Wow, Jackie, I am so excited to hear from you, even more so now, um, just hearing the wide variety of experiences you have to offer and the insight that you're going to bring to this conversation. So we really are so excited to have you. And last but not least on our panel, we are also excited to welcome back Dr. Casey Testerman. It's such a pleasure to have you back, Casey. Thank you, Nicole. I love to be here. Um, And I, you know, I've been asked because I have, in addition to my 16 years as a classroom teacher, I also was an administrator for Jackie will back me up on this, what feels like a hundred years, but it was only eight, Um, (laughs) right? But now I'm manager uh, at Instructure on the learning services side of the house. But thank you for having me. I'm excited. And and for those who have not yet heard, Casey and I recorded an episode recently uh, on Teacher Appreciation Week. It's called Teacher Appreciation Week, the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. So after you finish listening here, of course, we don't want you to leave right now. We want you to hear what we have to say. But uh, after you finish listening here, we'd love for you to check that episode out and uh, give us your feedback on that one as well. So let's get right into this one. Um, When most people think of using Canvas, they assume we're talking about a traditional Canvas course. But uh, I would pose that a principal's corner is not really a typical Canvas course. So for those who may be wondering, what's a principal's corner? So a a principal's corner course is a course where the leadership is enrolled as the teachers and the faculty is enrolled as students. And so when I've worked side by side with principals as we create their principal's corner course, I often um, relate it to like a binder that you might hand your faculty. So all the stuff that um, is important for them during the year for pre-planning or lesson plans, um, events going on on campus, book studies, all of that can be incorporated into your principal's corner course. It's that one-stop shop with everything organized in one place. Is that something we normally do uh, at the beginning of the year, or is that something that can be implemented at any time in the year, Brittany? Personally, I think you know, start whenever you are ready for it. Um, So I wouldn't just wait for the beginning of the year. Um, If you start building things, um, there's no harm in trying it out in February or in July or in August, but definitely having it during that pre-planning time in the beginning of the year is a great way to set your year up for success. I love that. And I think it also models some good behavior for Canvas courses too, when you have that available to teachers to see this is what a course can can look like. Um, so that's awesome. And I would love to hear too, what, do you, what are some of the other benefits that a principal's corner offers? You know, I think like what Brittany said, the, the opportunity to create a one-stop shop, a, a singular place for teachers to find all of their critical information. Um, as Since we're all educators, we know that the one resource teachers are never going to have enough of is time. And if we can save them a few minutes and have them not go diving into their Gmail or into their Google Drive or, um, you know, looking around their desk for some type of critical piece of information, and they know that they can go to one place and get the transparency, 
be able to collaborate with one another and just efficiently get their work done. Um, the other thing that the Principal's Corner can provide is it really allows teachers and administrators to see what's possible. So they can, uh, the leadership can set expectations, they can model best practices. And really from a leadership point of view, if your faculty is seeing that you're utilizing the tool, that is going to motivate them to utilize the tool. So in a lot of ways, the principal's corner is going to drive Canvas usage at the, the faculty level. Yeah, it, it kind of, set, like you said, sets expectations and sets the standard for, and sets the tone really for your, your school culture. So I love that. Um, what are, as far as problems of practice, right? Like this is hoping to solve a problem of practice. And so what, what does that offer for the community? What does that offer for a school? Well, I think to piggyback on what Mark said, where he was mentioning time, right? There's never enough time. And as a teacher, there's never enough time. As an administrator, there's not enough anything going around. So when you're trying to find that time and you really wanted to, I got into being an administrator because I wanted to work with people. But ultimately, I became a manager of people and resources and didn't have the opportunity to be an instructional leader, which is why I wanted to go into administration in the first place. And so with Canvas, you know, you don't have the times, you you don't have training, lack of training, the professional learning. A lot of times the teachers are in the professional learning and not the principals. There may be somewhere else. So when you're able to offset those things, you're able to now speak the same language as your teachers. You're modeling, as Mark said, modeling the best practices. You're also walking the walk and talking the talk because often as an administrator, teachers would say, well, you just don't understand because you're not living it. But as an administrator, and I was using this, I lived it. I had to make sure that teachers knew that I was making you have new learning in Canvas. And so it's going to be new learning for me as well. And that really gives time for you to be empathetic to the new learning that's happening. It's easy to change resources, but it's not always so easy to change people. And using this helps give me more time to be that instructional leader that I really wanted to be. Yeah. And I think that that model by example is, is key. Um, I think also, you know, you mentioned it, it's easy to change resources. Um, and also it's not easy to change resources in a way, you know, like sometimes a new tool isn't necessarily the, the quickest change, but in the long term, I think the, the impact that something like this has on a, a community um, really makes it a difference. And we want to hear from you, Jackie. We've invited you here today because you've been using it well in your schools, and we want to know how you use it and why you continue to use it for your school. Well, I'll just have to say um, with Casey, I just mentioned it, it's about that time. And I didn't realize it um, until we had a new faculty member to come in in January. And it was like, oh, well, what about this? Or what about that? I was like, I will point you to Canvas and you can find all the information out. Then come back to me. But I was just thinking that I use it for a communication hub. It's really easy to have that information there. And I normally have like the announcements, the weekly announcements, they go out and it's saying, okay, this is happening. These are the people we'll have in our building. This, um, this is where the kids are going for the week. Uh, just different information. And also I use it if I need to do uh, state assessments, uh, put the schedule 
out there or just anything that I need. But sometimes I fall back on email for immediate because, you know, immediate response, because sometimes they don't always check the canvas, uh, check canvas. And then a second way I use it is for lesson plans. Um, I have the teachers to turn in their lesson plans there. It keeps me on track. I really don't have a lot of time to go back and say, hey, did you turn your lesson plan in? Uh, I just go there and I see it. And then I make comments um, about, hey, probably need to add this to your lesson plans or have you thought about this? So it's a good way to provide feedback as well. And we have a, a school improvement group, which we call the Shaman's Working Group. And there we give out information about the like the meeting minutes, uh, plans for the future, what we've done in the past. And this is the third year going with Canvas, the principal corner. And in that folder, it has like what we started in 21, 22, 22, 23, and then it'll have um, this current year, and we have new personnel coming in, they can just easily go back and look and see what are some of the things that we've done in the past, what worked and what didn't work. I continue to use Principal Corner because it keeps me organized, and the information in there is for my staff uh, and also for me as well. Uh, it goes for teaching and support staff. I continue to use it because um, it has this edit feature that I really like because, you know, when you publish an email, it's out there forever. Mm -hmm. But I can go back into the principal corner and change it a little bit and post or publish um, the information again how it should be. So those are really like the three main reasons why I use it and how I use it. I heard you touch on a lot of really incredible things. Um, I heard you talk about just first of all, your last bit here was about the efficiency that you can just recycle and reuse the next year. And I think that that is incredible. Um, I also he heard you talk about using it as a resource and just, this is just the, uh, like everything you need to know encyclopedia of our schools and how they function. Um, and then I heard you say something that just kind of blew my mind because I never actually thought of using it this way, but to provide feedback. And that is so true that, yes, I, you know, teachers are the students in these courses, right? So why not use it for that live feedback? Why not use it to uh, collect lesson plans and give that one-on-one -on -one attention to something that maybe would be a lot more difficult to collect. Um, I just, that, I, I don't know if you guys have heard of that before. Maybe you have, and I'm just like under a rock, but like that just blew my mind. And I'm so inspired by that. I think that's such a neat idea. And we've used resource hubs um, in different, in different um, capacities to uh, collect discussions and um feedback from the learners, but I've never thought to turn it around the other way in the way that you have. And so uh, if others are using it out there this way, that's incredible. Um, and I think that you've done, from what I hear, the the fact that it's an iterative process and you are just continuing, continuing to grow and change your principal's corner every year to do better and uh, to meet the needs of your community too is just really incredible. And so I know that you shared some really good tips, Jackie, um, but we'd love to hear if there's there have been any pain points that you've learned along the way, any tips that you could offer someone who's just using a principal's corner for the first time. Like if it, 
if you're talking to me and I didn't know all of this information, what would you offer to a new principal um, who wants to implement this? I think the main thing is to just keep it simple. Because if you have something and a lot of different icons, a lot of different modules, it makes it difficult for people to kind of buy into using it. And of course, um, like I said, they go back to the emails and it's like, oh, I didn't get an email about that. But if you keep it simple and you keep it relevant and it makes a difference. So I think uh, that's like the main thing that I've learned from it. And then also I know um, there um the best thing to do is just to keep it simple. I mean, I mean, it's simple to say, keep it simple, but trust me, you will get people that resist. However, if you keep it simple and relevant, you can't go wrong. Yeah. I love that you mentioned people that resist because I think in any organization, you're going to find someone who's like, this just isn't working for me, but you're right. If you keep it simple, there's not a whole lot to resist, right? Like if this is just the way we do it, uh, to quote one of my new favorites, the Mandalorian, uh, this is the way, right? And so this is how we do it. And this is where it lives. This is where this content is. And you're not going to find it in a second place. This is just, it's all right here. And this is how you access it. And this is how you turn in your lesson plans. And this is how you uh, submit questions and send me an email. And um, I love that message messaging feature as well. So um, those are great, great tips. And structure people, do you have any other thoughts on things that you've seen uh, as, as principals are developing their principles corner? Are there any other tips that you would like to share? I'd love to share that you don't have to go it alone, right? So uh, to piggyback on what Jackie's saying, you keep it simple. But if you need some help, ask for help. Uh, I would always bring in my administrative assistant uh, who was able to work with me, my my assistant principals or principals and assistant principals, but then also in structure, right? I mean, Nicole, what do you do? You're an instru- a, prof- a principal instructional designer. And so that would have gone a long way for me to not have to build all of that and make all those things. And just to have someone on the side to help me out. Here's what I need. Can you make it? So I think that's one thing that, that people think, oh, I got to do it all myself. You don't, you absolutely don't. I love that leaning on the community you have, and then also the community you're building within Instructure and the products and services that we offer here. Yeah. Anyone else want to share anything here? Okay. So I would love to know your thoughts. Uh, if if someone's using Principles Corner for the first time, where do they start, Shasina? To reiterate uh, what Jackie said, keep it simple. And I, the biggest thing I, I would say is don't strive for perfection. You do not have to have this beautiful, fully built out course with everything thought out at day one. Um, it, life doesn't work that way. If you don't start today, then it may not. Tomorrow may never come to actually get around to it. So just really start. Um, know that you have resources. Um, Jackie, how many times have we talked on the phone while you're building yours? I think Many we threw times. that course Many. together in three days. <laughs> um, so really start. Use your resources. Um, there are some great resources out there. We have the instructional community on our um 
Canvas pages. We have the Canvas Commons. Um, there are some great examples there to pull from. Um, so use what you have and just make it work because in the long run, it saves you time. It's a great way of communicating. It's a great way of being transparent and you get to, it gets better every year you use it. Yeah, you just copy it for the next year. <laughs> Let's just copy it and make it better. Take out the things that we didn't like so much and you don't have to start from scratch, right? Keep it simple. I love it. Um, I know a lot of our listeners are administrators and then we have, you know, kind of a mixed bag, right? So we're going to have some teachers listening in today. And so if they're not a principal and they're not building their own principal's corner, what's the point? Like, why does this help teachers and why should why should they care about a principal's corner? Um, I can start. Um, I know somebody had mentioned something about time and I know that it provides information for them so they don't have to waste a lot of time to go and uh, find information. But at the same time, it gives them that idea, oh, I can use this as a platform to communicate with my students and our parents. And I think um, that's like a, a good thing to have when you don't have to go this place, that place, because you know how emails are. It's like all over the place. You may get 10,000 of them for the year, and that's a lot of emails to cover. So just having that uh, information out there in one location is a good thing. And then also um, using that information for your classroom to say, hey, this is what we're doing in the classroom. These are the things uh, you could help me with if you would like to volunteer for some um, a project or whatever. And in our case, we um, have culture week. Um, next year, we'll change it a little bit to have a more than just one week. But then it's like, hey, we're doing this project. So come and help us. And you can just put that information out there and they can use it. So that's just one way I think that teachers can use it. Yeah, it becomes ingrained in their environment. Everything, if everyone in the community and the environment is using it, if your principals, if your curriculum directors, if your teachers, your department chairs, if everything's in one space, it goes back to one-stop shop, I think Mark mentioned earlier. But it's also, it's if you're familiar with the term, the Pavlov's dogs, right? I, I ring the bell, they salivate. Well, if someone says, where is this? It's in Canvas. And so basically you get to the point where you don't have to keep asking. It's always going to be in Canvas. And then you learn all these little tips and tricks. So the more I'm in there as a student, now I see what it looks like for students on that side of it. But also now I can see what my principal's done. Oh, I just got a message student who from my principal because I didn't turn in my lesson plan. That's a great idea. I'm not calling out everyone who hasn't done it, just those, or who has done it, only those who, who haven't. I'm going to turn around and use that myself. So I think there's a lot of, of give and take and, and it allows for risk taking also so that you feel much more comfortable saying to your principal or saying to your department chair, I need some help with this. I see you're using it. Yeah, and you have that example of someone who's using it well too, right? So, you know, I, I can actually go to my principal and ask advice on how to do this specific thing. Nicole, I'm probably dating myself, but I used to have the faculty binder that we were expected to bring to staff oh, yeah. and you get the every meeting. 
<laughs> of the slide decks and all of that to take notes and how nice that it comes with you everywhere you go. You can get to Canvas on your phone, on your tablet, your laptop. If I need to check the handbook, I can look at it at home where I can do it from my classroom. So I think just eliminating that that physical baggage, you know, um, of that that binder or the loose papers and the email trails. We're not searching for the slide deck that was sent after PD last Wednesday is in Canvas. And it's a continuous um, community through discussion boards. We're able to build community beyond our classroom walls. Um, so I just, I think it's such a positive place for teachers to collaborate and come together and access the resources that are being shared. I love that. And I think that echoes what Jackie was sharing earlier. It, it's not just about building a community online. And I think that there's a misconception out there right now that online learning was just for 2020 to 2021. Um, and so I think that it's it's really inspirational to hear how it can cross boundaries of a screen, right? It's it's not just about the screen to face, it's about the face-to-face connection as well. Um, Mark, it seems like you had something to say. I'd love to hear from you too. I'm just gonna echo the community piece and uh the idea that I think a lot of teachers feel isolated. You get in your classroom and you go day by day and you forget that you're part of that greater community that can support you, that can help you, um, that can just get you through some of those tough days that we're all going to have as educators. And I think that's one of those bonuses of that Principal's Corner course where it always kind of brings us back and reminds us that there's others and that, you know, people there that can support us if we need that support as educators. Yeah really impactful. Like I said, inspiring, definitely. I really love the non-traditional use cases for Canvas. I think uh, it's easy to put Canvas in a box, but as we've heard today, uh, there's no box. <laughs> there's, it's really limitless. Um, you know, you make it work for whatever you can imagine you can do with it. And so I love the idea of using it as a resource hub, as a community builder, as just a space for connection um, and just building that trust that you want to have within your school community. So I've seen and developed so many courses used for this purpose and have seen different ways that it's been used. And I'd love to just um, talk about some of the barriers in communication and collaboration that uh, do exist and how we can really use some of these classrooms or extracurricular clubs and and mirror some of the same uh I guess structures as a principal corner like maybe we can create some teacher uh centric principal corners so to speak quote unquote you can't see my air quotes over here (laughs) um but for some of these use cases for your classroom for your clubs for I don't know. What are some of the some examples that maybe you guys have seen of this uh, through the years that you've been working in Canvas? I think it's always good to do a counselor corner that has been really strong and not only just counselor corners for the counselor themselves and to work with the other counselors, but also to have a class of course. So have a freshman class of a sophomore, junior, senior that's that's huge for communication. One of my biggest complaints as a parent, I have two children, is a lack of communication, especially when my son became a senior and I it was the first time I had someone graduating. I needed information and the, and you can have public facing campus courses. 
Yeah, absolutely. I love what you said about even just as a parent, you know, to have that observer title in a course and to be able to communicate, this is just for all the senior parents so that they know what's happening right now. Yeah. Big news there for sure. I've seen student body courses developed and they're very similar to the principal corner courses, but an entire grade level um, would be rostered into an individual section. And so the course becomes an interactive sort of school website where the you could have a counselor's module and have the counselors in there. You can have athletics, you can have student government, um, and it really becomes the one-stop shop for parents and students, just like the principal's corner is that one-stop shop for faculty and leadership. Yeah, we had something similar to that when I was in the classroom. Um, I worked at an elementary school, and uh, we had a student body course and had just that a a counselor's corner, a principal's corner, uh, something for every grade level that operated, like you said, like a website. And uh, you can build it in Canvas, so you don't have to pay a web designer to make it. And you can have people turn things in through here. And so, yeah, there's just so many non-traditional but really beneficial ways to target different groups using a similar model. Jackie, do you have any others that you've seen in your experience? Oh, I haven't seen a lot of them because this is my second year uh, working with it. But I like those ideas because we have uh, we don't have counselors um, on campus. We have them where they they uh, work with like eight or nine different schools. And so it would be a good idea because they filter. We have to uh, send out a lot of information that they send to us. But if we had uh, like a counselor page, um it would be great because we could just put all the information there. I It's a K through 12 school and you have seniors that are graduating, ninth and 12th graders have to have certain courses and they could just look there to find all that information instead of coming asking me or somebody else, hey, what do I need to graduate? That kind of thing. So I, I like those ideas. I love that. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, of course. And uh, we do want to mention that a Included in the essential and premium subscription for the training services portal, there's a new offering for non-traditional Canvas courses, and it does feature screenshots of some real Canvas courses. So check it out if you have that essential and premium subscription. Um, It might be nice to just see it and see a visual so that you can try to mimic and uh, recreate and at the same time reinvent things that you see in those examples. So ultimately, we really want to empower educators through clear communication, collaboration, efficiency, and trust. Are there any resources out there that may help listeners set up their own principles corner other than what we've already shared? So we do have some great resources available. Uh, We do have a little corner in the Canvas community, the Instructional Leadership Community Corner. And in there, we do have a Principles Playbook Series um, and lots of wonderful information, a few templates available for you. We also uh, do have the Canvas Commons, um, and that's a repository of uh, Canvas activities, everything from an individual file to an entire course. Um, I think last time I looked, we had close to a quarter million resources all for free. Wow. And so we, I know that there are definitely a few principal corner templates that are in there and you can just click that. Once it comes into your account, it's fully editable and you can make it your own. 
That's incredible. I, we will make sure to re, uh, link these resources in the description notes for this episode. So you'll be set up for success into getting those into your own Canvas courses. And it is the perfect time right now it's as you prepare for the next school year, like Brittany mentioned earlier, to move towards this model. Um, so we are here to support you if you need support, but also there's a huge community available to you, like Mark was just talking about. And I'm sure you have your own communities of practice. And so ask the questions from those who are in your uh, learning community where you can just get that support and get ideas and maybe brainstorm new ideas on how you guys can create your own type of principal's corner for uh, that top level. So do we have any final thoughts as we close out our episode today? I'll just reiterate about the community, but in also build your own community. As Nicole was just saying, find the group of people that you can get assistance and ask questions. All of us here uh, are always willing to help. You can find us, most of us on Twitter and just ask us questions where we love to help the community. But if you're looking for a real legitimate, I need a hundred percent time with someone who can help me check out our learn, our services, ask about anything that you want for principal learning consultants. Uh, they are there to help project manage with your visioning, your goal setting. And as I mentioned, Nicole is an instructional designer who, who works, she's dedicated to an entire team with an entire team and does amazing things because we don't want to always have to do it by ourselves. We have trainers. She mentioned the training services portal. That is the point of what we do here is to help empower teachers and educators and principals and and site-based leaders to really not have to go it alone. Right. Well, thank you so much for joining in today. Thank you to our special guests. We have Chitsina, Brittany, Mark, Casey, and last but not least, Jackie. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining this week's Canvas Casters episode. I have loved connecting with all of you and can't wait to hear more about all of the incredible things that you are doing. So thank you. Thank you, Nicole. Jackie, you were awesome. Pretty excited. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us. Yes, we are so excited to keep bringing you new content. Remember to follow, like, comment, review. And share Canvas Casters on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and of course, wherever you stream your podcasts. Thank you so much.